Hey, this is Brian Martin. And I'm Jennifer Martin. And we are the host of Real Estate Love. And this is our podcast that's geared especially towards people in the real estate industry. But as you'll listen, you'll find that all of these ideas apply to just about anybody who is alive on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Well, they're really great ideas, Jennifer. And they come from our many years of experience uh, in working in the real estate industry. Uh, We we own a a brokerage and we're franchise owners. And we have, um, you know, a a lot of people working in our franchise. Uh, Together, we've been in the business for uh, over 30 years. And we have uh, a lot of wisdom and insight just from our many years of an experience of being on the planet that I think is going to help a lot of people. Well, it is. And, you know, really, Brian, what what we have to offer is um, such good sound advice and love and information. It just so happens that we're in the business of real estate. But like you said, this applies to everyone. Like their topic for today, which is rituals. Now, everybody practices rituals. Some people call them habits. But I like that Tony Robbins likes to call these things rituals. And um, I think that's a great way to look at it because all of my life I've been practicing all kinds of different rituals. And some of them are good rituals, and most of them are. And then there are some rituals that I have that just need to be discarded from my life because they don't fit anymore. That's right. And so, you know, when, I, when you think about rituals, Jennifer, what do you think about? Well, I actually think about probably um, um, spiritual rituals to begin with. Ritual, you know? yeah, religious or spiritual rituals, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and how I uh, convey or show or live my faith, really, how I live uh-huh. my faith. Whatever my faith may be, uh-huh. how do I um, live that? So what are, what are some of the common rituals can you share with us what are some of the common rituals that you engage in? Well, I think one of them is an attitude of gratitude. So in the morning when I wake up, I just am thankful for being alive another day. And I think another ritual is that oftentimes in the night I wake up and I use that um, to pray and think about people who have situations going on in their life that... Uh, Need love. All right, so let's begin with those two rituals because they're really, really great rituals. And the first one is that you mentioned is the morning ritual when you get up. So uh, that's that's essential for beginning your day appropriately, so that you have the energy, the strength, the wherewithal, the mindset to be able to to launch out into your both your personal day and your business day is the way that you wake up in the morning. You know, Brian, it used to be, I think, that I would wake up and think, oh, crap, another day. Mm-hmm. And when you start your day off that way, it's usually how the day goes through, kind of like a oh, crap day. Right. And when I've started using the man, I'm so glad to have another day. I'm so glad to be alive another day. Thank you for this day and for the people I'm going to encounter. It changes the way my day flows. So you actually can gain an upper hand. You actually have some control on how your day is going to unfold. You're not just subject to it. And so you have some control and you actually begin that with your morning ritual. Absolutely. 
and it's really helpful to do and that. And some people have uh, written books about this, like the uh, Miracle Morning yes. book, and they take and they take the idea, the ritual, and they expand it out, and they have different criteria for it. But let's just kind of make it simple and practical so that uh, anybody can engage in it. It just takes one thing, and that's intentionality. You have to follow through. You have to do it every every time you wake up. That's why it's a ritual. Well, and I, I, I like that word ritual. I also have always called it probably a habit. It's like the habit of um, when our feet hit the ground, we also make our bed. I mean, that's just part of what we do, right? Right. And there's that famous um, YouTube video, the commander giving the the, uh, the commencement address, talking about the things that are important to do, and one of them is making your bed, and he goes in and do a big deal about that. Well, I have to tell you, it really does make you feel like you've accomplished something. I mean, after um, we make our bed, and then we go out and have our coffee, and we come back into our room, the room is all clean. It's all all picked up, and it feels good. It feels like, wow, we've... Our day has begun. We've done something. Oh, you just mentioned another part of our morning ritual, and that is our cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah, I really do enjoy my cup of coffee in the morning. Let's go back, though. Let's talk about this ritual. And I want to, you, you, you begin your ritual when you wake up in the morning and you have all these good thoughts and the gratitude thoughts. What is the content of them? Just, do you have a particular list that you use? Do you have a, is there a format or is it just a general idea that I'm thankful? I think for me it's probably it starts out with just the general idea that I'm thankful. I'm thankful for another day. Look and, at and the sunrise is here. The light is coming in. And that's in, in opposition to oh, my, oh crap, it's going to be it's it's another. another it's crazy, another day. Crazy it's just another day. day. Yeah. So no, it's a it's a it's it's a attitude of gratitude as you. Now, I'm going to suggest that people actually begin their morning ritual the night before. And that is... Well, that's a good idea because you want to be prepared for the next day, right? Yeah, it's more than being prepared. You're setting yourself up for your sleep and for your waking. And you do that when you go to bed. And so I'm suggesting that the first ritual of the day be... You're going to bed ritual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, it is. All right. So, just imagine with me. Let's the, the the entire day is done and it's complete, and you are all ready to hop in the sack, and everything is done. And so you get under the covers. It's either you and your partner, or some of you, it's you and your children. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I remember our children used to follow us to bed. It took a long time for them to not do that. But uh, you're in bed, and you're, and you're laying there now, and then what you can do is that you can control your thoughts, and you can, you can prepare, you can prime your sleep with, and your waking. You can prime them with the way that you go to sleep. So I agree with you there, Brian. And I think it actually even starts before that. And then when is that? Well, I have noticed that if we watch TV, which we don't do very often, but if we watch TV and then come right in and go to bed, the chaos from most TV shows still is a residual. Yeah, it's hanging in there. It's spinning around your head. Yeah, I think those things uh, make your brain chemicals fire 
differently. I do too. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important to say, hey, it's 8 o'clock and let's turn on some calming music, whatever calming music is to you. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, we like all sorts of uh, genres, but Mm -hmm. other people might have a particular one. And so Mm -hmm. you maybe you listen to that as you're getting ready for bed, as Mm -hmm. you're um, hanging up your clothes and Mm -hmm. um, preparing yourself for bed. Mm -hmm. So I really think that it it has to start back uh, before you you enter your bedroom. Yeah, I think so. It's all part of your bedtime ritual. Right. Uh, I'm just suggesting that when you finally find yourself in bed, that you have the rich have a ritual of of having thoughts of of gratitude and thankfulness. And there's several things that I would recommend that people do, and that is to recall all the good things that happened during the day. And that is, um, this happened, that happened. Now, the, the problem of thinking about the good things is you're going to run into some challenges <laughs> that you had also. Absolutely. And some things you didn't like so much. And here's an opportunity for you to take those challenges and the things you didn't like so much and to reframe them. So I had this growth opportunity. I learned this lesson today. I'm open. I'm learning to how to resolve problems better. And so you're reframing those. So even if the, even if a an unpleasant or an unwanted thought creeps in, you can still reframe it and transform it into something more positive. But you want to focus on the good things that have happened during the day. And as you're thinking there, you're thankful for them. And you appreciate the, the, the goodness and the opportunities that you had during the day. Well, I think um, I like your idea about growth opportunity because I know that even yesterday I had a big growth opportunity in dealing with somebody that I care about a lot. And, um, and at the time, it felt like, oh, what a wretched soul I am. And then by the evening, I think with your help, I was able to reframe it and be able to say, you know, what I learned from this is how not to respond and how to take a little more time to think before I respond. And and that's a growth opportunity that I'm glad that happened because I want to be better. Here is what you did. You took control of that thought. And you decided, you didn't, you didn't decide, you controlled it and you actually changed it. And so it went from a negative thing to being a, a growth opportunity for you. You controlled your thought. And this is an important part of rituals, is that you control the thinking process that you're having at that particular time. Everybody has the same thinking processes. Um, and because it's all, we all have a human brain. It's human chemicals, human thoughts, and our brain does really incredible things. And we also have the ability to control everything that happens, well, just about everything that happens in our conscious mind. And I am so happy that people are learning more and more about how to, con- they're not subject to the random thoughts that pop into their head, but they can control them. And I like that a lot. So when you go to bed and you lay down, you're taking control of your thoughts. And you're giving, you're giving them perspective that's going to help you grow, be strong, and be better, and be thankful, and have a more optimistic uh, uh, view of what's going on in your life. 
And there's a million ways to do that. And you mentioned one of them that is that, you know, your life is better than many others uh, in, the, in the world. And, and, and indeed, that's true. So when, we, so when we lay in bed, we start thinking about all the good things that have happened. And then you and I do something that I don't know if other people do, and that is we breathe together. We do, and that has become a real nice, uh, comforting um, rhythm. It, and it's part of our it's part of our ritual is that we breathe. Now, breathing has always been in humanity. <laughs> it seems kind of funny to say this, but it's been a way for people to gain control of their body and their mind. And so when they have, when they when people breathe from their bellies and their special ways of breathing, it's not difficult. It's really easy to do. It's just breathing from your diaphragm instead of breathing from your chest and being intentional and maybe even counting your breaths, but just becoming aware of your breaths and and to take and, and to and to be intentional about breathing. That's really a calming, relaxing thing to do, and it helps you to go to sleep. Well, and when you are both focused on your breathing, like you and I are. Um, it also, like I said, it, it creates a rhythm, and in that rhythm, there's there's comfort. Now, the other thing that you mentioned that was important for us to talk about today in, in rituals is your when you wake up in the middle of the night ritual. Yes. I used to be flooded in the middle of the night, and I'd wake up almost in a panic. What do you mean flooded? Well, um, I'd wake up, and I'd realize that there were all these things that had to be done, and there was this commotion going on inside of my head and inside of me that uh, wanted something to be done at that moment, but it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Right, and that's the adrenaline that's been released. So somehow or another, what happens is that the, the fear mechanism kicks in, and, and your body secretes adrenaline and responds to it. It's almost like in the middle of the night, your body thinks you're being chased by a saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> That's true. And so you wake up in this panic, and you go, <laughs> and, you, and you think that you need to do something. And what really needs to happen is that you need to be aware of what's going on in your body. You're being flooded by chemicals in your brain, adrenaline. And it is causing your heart rate to go up. It's causing you to breathe more. And it's just brain chemicals that's working and a lot of people think oh my god what's wrong with me there's nothing wrong with you it's just that you got brain chemicals going on and you can control those brain chemicals well i think when you started really researching breathing and um and we started practicing that even in the middle of the night so you may still be asleep and having a great night's sleep and if i wake up i pick up on your breathing and I pattern my breathing after yours. And then I start thinking of people who also may be awake and need my good thoughts and prayers. And so instead of allowing the random thoughts of, oh, I need to do this, this, and this, I turn my attention to people who I know may be in a, in a painful place in their life, whether it's for health or physical uh, needs or, or financial or emotional, and I um, I think of them and pray for them. So what you're doing is you're again you're controlling your thoughts instead of focusing on the random thought that's a, that um, corresponds to the the adrenaline that's going on in your body. You're thinking you're taking control of your thoughts and you're putting your thoughts somewhere else. 
And what that does for you is it allows your body time to process those brain chemicals because it takes a while for your liver to process adrenaline. And, and it, just, it, it just takes time for that to happen. Your body has to absorb it and deal with it. And so while, so while it's doing that, sure, there's some residual ad- adrenaline that's flowing through your body. And so if you're breathing, what the breathing does is it strokes your um, important nerves in your body, and that helps to secrete other hormones and chemicals that can actually calm down the adrenaline. And so by, just simply by breathing and by controlling your thoughts, and you can, take control, you can take control of what's going on in your mind and your body. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Well, and, and I've done it long enough now that what amazes me is that when I do wake up, less and less is it um, with chaotic random thoughts that I may wake up and it's not something I fight. It's something I go, oh, I'm awake. And so I start breathing with you. And I start praying. And it's almost peaceful. Well, it is peaceful. It's not almost peaceful. It is peaceful. And there's no, oh crap, I'm, I'm awake. Um, I need to get all of my sleep. There's, there's none of those thoughts. I just know that by going into the breathing and the praying that I will calm myself or I will be able to go back to sleep if, if I'm already calm. It's just part of my sleep cycle. Yeah, and a lot of people um a lot of people think, "Oh my god, I'm not asleep. I'm missing something." Well, maybe. <clears throat> but what but if you're just laying there and if you're resting and if you're breathing and if you're um if you're controlling your thoughts, then uh, that's just a, a, a three and a half pounds of your body. And the rest of your body is taking advantage of the rest and it's recuperating and there's good things that are happening for the rest of your body while this three and a half pound part called your brain is continuing to uh, calm down and relax also. So I, I think that even if you can't sleep, just by resting and being still and by breathing, the rest of your body is benefiting it. Your heart, your kidneys, your liver, all the all your vital organs, your extremities, as blood flow goes to it. Your entire body benefits from your just resting, in spite of the fact that you're not unconscious. And I think that's okay. I do too. And I think that when you're peaceful in that, that more than likely your three and a half pound brain will go back to sleep. It will because it goes through your brain goes through cycles all through the night about 5 or 6 times it goes through cycles where it comes near to consciousness and then goes back into unconsciousness. And so it will likely catch up with your cycles later on and, and have you ever noticed how sometimes you will wake up at 3 o'clock and then at, at 4 or 4:30 you you pass out and then yes. it's and then all of a sudden it's six o'clock or so. I do. And that, what what has happened is that your body, your 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 sleep cycle is kicked in again, and you're actually getting some really great sleep uh, be, before you begin the day. So you do a really good job with your ritual of waking up and controlling your thoughts and controlling your body. That's a beautiful ritual. 
So there's two important rituals that we've talked about. The ritual, uh, well, actually three. You're going to bed ritual, you're in the middle of the night ritual, and then you're waking up ritual. And that's really, really fantastic. I think, I, I think that's a good place for us to stop this podcast and, and just encourage people to, to think about the rituals in their lives there's more rituals than we can deal with in one particular podcast, and maybe we can touch on some more later on. But it's just, isn't it good to know that the rituals help you to take control of your life? It really is. And it also, um, control is a nice thing to have some measure of, right? Right. Right. You know, I, I, think, I think that um, you might not have 100% control of any time. But you know what? Even 10% control is better than no control. You know, Brian, I used to say, and maybe I still believe this, that the only thing you really have control over is your half of the closet. And sometimes you don't even control that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thought. Hey, um, my name is Brian Martin. And I'm Jennifer Martin. And our podcast is called Real Estate Love. And you might be wondering about what these rituals have to do with real estate. Well, our goal is to strengthen your home and to build your business. And I think some of the rituals we talked about today are home building, personal building rituals that every person needs to engage in. So, We wish you well, and thank you for listening to our podcast today. And until next time, God bless you, and we'll be speaking to you again. Say bye, Jennifer. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.